Welcome back to Unsolved South. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. Hope everybody had a great week. Maddie, how was your week? Uh, it was good. Yeah, I had some traveling going on. Um, went to a uh, wedding venue walkthrough about three hours away. And then, what's tomorrow? Friday? Uh, I travel Tomorrow's Friday. Thursday. Oh, okay. I travel Friday back three hours and do the rehearsal and then Saturday I do that wedding and then come home Saturday night after the wedding so awesome. to do a corn maze with y'all on Sunday it's gonna be super fun and busy weekend for me yeah it's gonna be a busy weekend it's yes. been a busy week for me but uh, it's been an okay week. It's not been terrible. It's just I've been in the road a lot and I hadn't been able to do some of the stuff I wanted to do. And I don't know. You know how it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and I did want to say um, that I did have a weird experience like we talked about last week um, how you always have these weird things that happen to you. I was pumping gas the other day. I was about to. Actually, I was traveling to go to that venue walkthrough, and I had to stop for gas because I was going to run out before I got there. Um, and I, I was pumping gas at this the last gas station before I could get on the interstate, and it was super sketch, super sketch, and I was over there, like, I locked all my doors, and I'm just a looking around, like, anyways... So, I never do this, but I put the gas thing into my car, and then I got back in my car, and I locked the doors. That's how sketch this gas station was. There was, and then behind me comes this guy. I can see him in my rear view mirror, and he stops this car, and you know, he's probably like asking for money or something. And then he comes up behind my car, and he's looking like there's nobody pumping gas here. And then he sees me, and then he like points, and I'm like, uh, no. I start shaking my head, no. I don't know what you want, but no. <laughs> um, and then he like grabs a a to-go box of food randomly from the top of the gas pump that I never even noticed. And then I look over and there is like some crackhead deal going on where this guy is like dancing around. This girl is like looking all crazy and I'm pretty sure this guy's hands are in his pants and he's just jerking it in front of this girl. It's broad daylight, by the way. It's like it's like noon. It's not nighttime at all. It's just super sketch. I'm like, I cannot get out of this gas station fast enough. This pump is going so freaking slow. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. I almost like was like, nope. I'm I'm not filling up today. I'm just gonna get this three dollars and go somewhere else. But uh, I finished it and. Uh, it was it was a wild story, but uh, I survived. So um, it was broad daylight when that happened to me, also. Yeah. And I'm just telling you, I just think it's more common. But I had a really weird thing happen this week, but I'm not going to tell it because you were like, how does all Please this stuff always it. happen to you? And I swear to God, it's true. I swear to you, it's true. But, uh, Please tell it. We all yeah, want to know. I might tell it at the end, but uh, okay. 
but it was a wild well, thing that I'm like, that. I just think it's more common right now for some reason. Like maybe more people are on drugs and less people are able to get help for their mental issues or something. I don't know. Yes. But it's wild out there. <laughs> it, is it is wild, wild out, there. out there. But, uh, okay, so let's get on with the stories because I got um, some stuff I got to do. Because I'm building an angel of death in my graveyard right now. Yes. And um, and it's going to be dark, but I got a floodlight. I got to go out there and build it by floodlight, I reckon. <laughs> I have no time in my life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this week we have two stories for you. I didn't really want to repeat the same again, but it's so common that it's hard not to repeat it. So, again, we're talking about women who the men in their lives may very well have been the best suspects in their disappearance. Um, I really wish that wasn't so often the case. But, you know, it is. So. Yeah, but, like, in their statistic that it's usually the husband that did it? Well, spouse. I think a lot of times that's the wife also. <laughs> So, um, oh, very true, very true. Speaking of wives, have you been uh watching this mess with Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith? No, man, that's a hot mess out there. Y'all need to go look that up. You know, I don't stay in the loop of listen, I drama. don't usually either, but um, and she comes across to me as just not a very nice person. I don't know her personally, obviously. I'm just saying that's the way she comes across. He comes across like an okay uh, You know, which I know that sometimes you can't tell. Because sometimes people be acting nice as can be. And then they are just mm -hmm. like, oh my god, what a creep. So, I know you can't tell. But I'm just saying... Like last year, she was like, oh, this is how much we love each other no matter what's happened in our marriage. And now, all of a sudden, she is like trashing him. I mean, and I just think it's disrespectful. You know, I've been divorced and I ain't trashed my ex all over the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I had friends that were like, listen, I'm friends with you and I'm friends with him and I don't know how to handle it. And I'm like, you know, I ain't asking you to choose no sides. Mm -mm. You know, because I'm not trashing him to anybody. You know, whatever they said about me or didn't say about me or whatever, I don't care. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. But I can handle how I act and I ain't trashing to nobody. So, um, I ain't talk shit about him to my kids. I ain't talk shit about him to anybody. So, you know, my brother was like, I, you know, I'm concerned because I've known him. You know, Mark had known him all his life. And so yeah. he was like, you know, he didn't know how to act. And I'm like, listen, it's, you know, it's cool. Y'all's relationship is y'all's relationship. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not asking somebody to stop talking to somebody to be loyal to me. That's, that's childish. That is very childish, yeah. So, um... I don't understand why you're out here bashing this man all of a sudden, but that's the father to your kids, even if your kids are grownish, you know? Yeah. 
But I don't. I mean, you know, I don't ever talk. You know, and some of them have done some stuff, and I don't, I don't talk mess about any of them. Mm -mm. I really only have like one person I probably talk shit about. <laughs> now me and you talk shit about all the people though. Oh yeah, no, I gossip. I gossip. Yes. Now. Don't yes. get me wrong. Listen, I ain't trying to get struck down by lightning or nothing. I will gossip. <laughs> I'm talking about like trashing somebody. Oh yeah, no, we don't do all that. No, I I probably got one person. I really don't trash them much. I mostly just don't care. But um, you know, every once in a while I'll throw some some shade out there. Anyhow, <laughs> um, I just would never treat. I would never put my children in a position where they found out these things that I'm saying about their father. That's sketchy. I don't like that. Yeah. Anyway, she's... Anyway, I'll just have to look it up. It's just been my whole thing this week on Facebook. Because <laughs> the memes <laughs> have been amazing. <laughs> And anybody that knows me on Facebook, not in real life, but on Facebook, you know I am a meme queen. I am out here sharing the best stuff you've ever seen. Yes. And I go all over with it. Like, you never know what's going to come up next. So, um, I'm just saying, you know, those have kept me hot all week because they've been pretty good. <laughs> anyway. Alright, so back to these sad stories. Yes. Okay, first up we have Saunders Chloe Reiner. And uh, first off, let me say that I have seen Saunders listed as her last name, but apparently it is actually her first name. So even myself, I had written it as her last name. But um, then I, I had figured out and corrected myself that that was actually her first name. And um, that's that's kind of a nice name. I, I kind of like it. Wait, say it again? Saunders. It was her first name? It's her first name. Saunders Chloe Reimer. And Chloe oh. is spelled C-L-O-I-E, which I love. I love, that, I love that too. That's a really pretty name. Yeah, I love that. Um. Anyway, sometimes they have it spelled in sources as Sanders instead of Saunders with a U. But I, I'm pretty sure it was Saunders. Her nickname, oddly enough, was Sandra. <laughs> so, she sometimes used the last names Miller or Nida. Oh. Why do people use different last names? Um, I've used different last names. Well, yeah, but they're your names. So, these are all her names, you think? No, 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 no. Renew was never my last name. Well, I mean, but it, it was, but it wasn't. But it might be a similar situation for her. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay, so Sandra, we're going to call her Sandra since that's her nickname and that's how we usually do it. Okay. Okay, so picture this. She's a 54-year-old white female. She's 5'4", 200 pounds, brown hair, brown eyes. Y'all got her? Yes. Okay. 
this is another one of those stories that we just don't have a bunch of details and then the details we do have just bring up more questions and um you know i know that's annoying but we still about to tell it yes on june 20th of 1977 and that pause was on accident because <laughs> My cursor shot to the bottom of the screen. I was, trying, I was trying to pick it back up to where I could see the year. But on June 20th, 1977, Sandra's visiting Cartersville, Georgia with her husband, John J.D. Reimer. Why are they there? I mean, it's a nice place. Maybe they're on vacation. Maybe it's business. Maybe they're visiting somebody they know. We don't know. We have no idea why they're there. Mm -hmm. We do know that while they are there, Sandra and her husband get into a verbal argument and she leaves. Okay. He believes she's heading back to Brooksville, Florida, where they live. Listen, okay. that feels weird to me. That does feel weird. Did she take her stuff? Did she have money? How was Did she going to get car? there? Was she taking a bus? Was she taking a train? Was she renting a vehicle? Did they even rent vehicles in 77? Was she going to hitchhike? Yeah, no. How I serious? I they just left to go back home. That doesn't make any sense. And you're on a trip. Regardless of the reason, you're on a trip. Yeah. You get into an argument and you're like, well, she must have gone home. No, like how, must have gone how to the serious bar up the was street. this? Well, how serious was this argument? Because like I'm in a whole nother state. I'm gonna need it to be real serious before I just like listen. I'm going home. Yeah. Like I mean, I gotta be ready to file for divorce or something. I'm not just leaving a vacation or a trip. I, I might not speak to you. Yeah. It gonna be I a might long, give you short cold, answers. I might be like, car yep, ride. Yep. No. That might be how I am. But to leave the whole state? Mm -mm, no, no. I will not. That feels weird. It is weird. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Anyway, she has never been seen again. Of course. Okay, now she is later reported missing, not by Mr. J.D. Hubby, but by her daughter. And oh. this happened in June now, June 20th. She is not reported missing until September 13th, like three months later. What? Okay, okay why right? Did the daughter wait so long? Exactly. So this obviously brings up more questions for us because, you know, we're inquisitive folks. So did he never go home? Because did he not get home and be like, where's Sandra? Damn, she must have been really mad about that argument. I mean, did he like look for her? Did he call around? Did he not call the daughter and say, hey, is your mom there? I mean... Did he not call the daughter, like, for July 4th and be like, Happy July 4th, by the way. Have you seen your mom? Because, you know, she ran off and got into an argument. Like, nobody said, Hey, where's Sandra? And he's she like, Oh. She just never showed up back to work or anything? Like, did she have a job? 
I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. This is sketch. now devil's advocate. JD could have just thought. Listen, this relationship has run its course. Because if if I was out of town with my husband and he left me out of town, like he left and went back home and just left me where I am. No, we got an issue. We got a major issue. So if you're looking at it from his side, he could have just been like, no, screw her. She's ditched me in another state. Yeah. So, could he have thought, listen, this relationship has run its course. Uh, she's probably gone and filed for divorce or something. You know, I, I'm done with her. This is over, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, right? Yeah, very possible. Did he file for divorce? No, he ain't do nothing. Cause, what I mean, was the life gone. insurance policy like? Well, no, not that we, um, not that was mentioned anywhere. Mm. And but that's another thing. Listen, he didn't file for divorce, and he didn't know where she was. He's just living his life in limbo for like three months. That's just, it doesn't seem legit. It, it you know what I'm saying? And like, like let's nobody say, cared about her for three months? What? Nobody cared about her for three months? I mean, somebody might have cared, but ain't nobody reporting her missing. I'm just saying, You know, but like, it was, were people asking and he was like, oh yeah, she stayed in Cartersville. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, but let's just say that he honestly had no idea what happened to her. You know, he just thought they got in this fight, she left, and then he hadn't heard from her since. Let's just say that that's true. Okay. Wouldn't, would, how long would you live like that, not knowing where she is, who she's with, what she's doing, what the plan for the future is? Before you were like, this isn't going to work for me. I need to find out, you know, what's happening with this heifer. Well, obviously more than three months for him. See, I don't, I don't, I can't be living my life. I, I, I don't play that game. I promise you, if, if we were somewhere and Billy left me. Mm -mm. Even if he left me with the vehicle. No, that's not going to work for me. No. That's not going to work for me at all. I'm just saying. I don't know. Anyway. um, So, in any case, she has never been seen again. And his lack of response to not seeing her again is what makes me so suspect. Like, just that living in limbo when you're just cool with it, that doesn't make sense. Okay, so was he questioned by the police? Um, I sh I'm sure he was, but that was legitimately in all the sources I could find, that was all of the information. 
there there was so little information about this case which is another thing that drives me nuts she had a whole daughter listen her husband may or may not have done something but she had a whole daughter yeah. like why are you not out there being like what you do to my mama she just let my mama leave in a whole nother state that's crazy I don't know. In any case, what do you think? Did Do you think she ran off and started her a new life? She's living like she wants to? Can, you think her can husband I just disappeared throw a her? crazy scenario out there? Just like off the wall kind of thing? Go ahead. What if the argument was that, uh... Is it a stepdad to the daughter? Because you said her daughter. You didn't say his daughter or their daughter. Okay, so it was not. I did assume it was their daughter. Okay, but it I was, was not specifically was not said. And she was fifty-four, so it is at all possible this was a second or third marriage, especially with her having the other two last names. So it is very much possible that that was not his daughter. It was okay. not ever specifically said. So assuming. That it was not his daughter. Maybe him and her daughter were having a little uh, rendezvous. And then she found out. That's what the argument was about. And then oh, he there. killed her. Yeah. He killed her. Oh. And then the daughter was just like, whatever. Man. I told you it was off the wall, but like, what if? No scenario is wrong until the answer is proven. I don't know. They just... I don't... Why'd the daughter wait so long to report her? Or then why'd she report her at all if she would have been involved? Uh, she wasn't specifically involved. I don't think. Oh. Yeah, but I don't She know. didn't have hands in that. I'm suspicious, honestly. I'm I'm dead serious. That living in limbo thing is, is so suspicious to me. I think because any time that I feel like, you know how you have these points in life where you're like, I'm waiting on this to happen and I can't do all of this because I'm waiting on that. Yeah. And so those moments in life, I think everybody has something to some extent like that. Those moments in life drive me nuts like i hate living in limbo i feel so um so glad when those moments are over mm -hmm. and so like i just cannot see for three months being like oh i don't know is she coming back is she not i don't know listen i gotta track her down yeah because i'm gonna be like listen know. we filing we fix them. What are we doing? Because, like, you coming home or not? Because Mindy Sue up the road and brought four casseroles over this week. And I'm thinking about asking her out. So I need to know what the deal is. Yeah. And he's not. He's just like, oh, another day that Sandra isn't home. I mean, that's not logical to me. No, not at all. So, anyway, 
I don't know. And it is all possible that she got mad at her husband. She walked out. And then, you know, something completely unrelated happened. She could have got hit by a bus. She could have got amnesia and wandered off. She could have got kidnapped. Who knows? But I'm just saying, in my opinion, he seems a little sketch. <laughs> Very much so. So. Okay. So. Next... Sorry. We'll forgive Put it on chapstick, and um, you know how like, you get it too close to the inside of your mouth, and then you yeah. accidentally taste it, and it tastes like um, like lemon rind. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Like it's not that real bitter. Yeah, it gets in I the back you of your throat. Yes. Yeah, that choked me up. I'm not like that. And it's supposed to be coconut. Why you can't taste like coconut in the back of my lips, but on the front of my lips you do? That don't make no sense. I don't know. Anyway, next we have Rosemary Rose. Rosemary mm. Rose? Well, that's her nickname. That's Rose. Rose in oh, quotations because okay. that's her nickname. I was Sorry. like, why would you name I know, your I kid never write it that name. way, and then I read it that way, and then I was like, I don't know why I read it that way because that's weird because y'all can't see the quotations, even when I'm doing them myself in the air. <laughs> y'all can't see that. <laughs> I was like, so. what kind of middle name is Rose for Rosemary? <laughs> um, Her middle name is, I'm going to guess, Revis. Revis? I don't know. R-I-V-A-S. Ravis. That's what I would say. Okay. Too. So, um, and her last name is Day. Okay. Those that knew her and loved her called her Rose. And so that is what we are going to do as always. I don't know why. We just... She was a 27-year-old female living in Jacksonville, Florida. She stood 5'4 and weighed 120 to 150 pounds. <laughs> In my notes, I wrote she weighs 120 and 150. <laughs> <laughs> and that caught me and chuckled me a little bit. She weighed between those. <laughs> She had really long, thick hair, and she often wore it um, in a bun or either parted down the middle and just hanging. She has gotcha. brown hair, and she wears glasses. Brown eyes, and she wears glasses. She has uh, brown hair also, though. Okay. Now, Rose, I felt like I tripped up all over that. I don't know why all of a sudden I cannot read or anything. <laughs> Rose is biracial. She's white and Asian. And okay. she is of Filipino descent. Okay. Rose was also classified as disabled due to depression. And she was on antidepressant medicine that she really kind of needed to function. Okay. Okay, so here's the thing. Differing sources say different things as far as where she was last seen. And so I'm going to tell you both stories. Um, and, and I'm not, I don't understand where the confusion comes in. 
Well, let me tell you both stories, and then I'll tell you why I think it's possible that it's both things. But some of the sources say that she was last seen at her apartment complex having an altercation with her ex, James Smith III. Okay. And her apartment building was Ortega Woods on Ortega Woods Drive. Now, one of her neighbors said that they saw her have an argument with him and then she drove off in her dented up blue four-door 2003 Toyota Corolla. All right? Okay. This neighbor, that is in um, published sources. That one was on, I think, Nama said that. And um, also, that neighbor made mention of it on a Facebook post that I saw. That she was actually the last one to see her. Hmm. And so, um, I do think that that is a, a good you know like lead as to what last happened yeah. but the other sources say that she was last seen at the golden corral on blanding blanding boulevard where she had met her ex for breakfast and this was the same ex james smith the turd okay <laughs> now, i think it's possible that they either had met at the Golden Corral for breakfast and then had come back to her apartment and got into an argument. Yeah. Or that they were at the apartment, got into an argument, and then they left and went to the Golden Corral and ate. So I think it is possible that she was at both places that morning. Mm -hmm. And we're just not sure which one was the actual last place. Gotcha. In any case, it doesn't really matter because either way she was with the ex, and either way it was on um, May 21st. Okay? Mm-hmm. Alright, so when I wrote that out, I realized that that was, that was actually, like, legitimately day, month, and year that was gonna be mine and Billy's um, wedding day. Oh, and then we had moved it up to the 14th. But we celebrate on the 21st now because um, because of Leva. Yeah. So, um, my nephew, Leva, died. We found out that he had died on our anniversary. And so, it just doesn't feel right to have it be a day of celebration. And right. so, we, um, we now went back to our original date which we didn't get married on but we both had it on our minds so for years whenever somebody would ask our anniversary we would go the 21st or the 14th which is it and then we'd have to go through the whole story to figure out which one it actually was we've literally missed our anniversary and celebrated it on the wrong day just because we misremembered it so um, <laughs> anyway, so now we do celebrate on the 21st, but that was going to be our literal wedding day. Yeah. So that was just kind of weird. That is weird. Um, okay, so back to the story. Rose was not reported missing until May 30th. 
her parents had not, they had seen her on the 21st, but then they couldn't get in contact with her. And they had been trying to get in contact with her, trying to get a hold of her. They had not seen her, had not heard from her. And so on the 30th, they go to her apartment and, you know, they're like, listen, we need to get in because we haven't heard from our daughter and we need to know she's safe, whatever. So anyway, they get into the apartment. They find it's abandoned. Like, it's obvious that nobody's been there for a while. And so they call the police. Now, the police come in, and they look around, and they find some suspicious items. They find a half-packed suitcase. Ooh. And in that suitcase was the medication that Rose needed for her depression and a crack pipe. Mm. Now, Rose's family was pretty shocked because they had never actually known her to do drugs. Right. Rose was highly intelligent. She was a driven person. She excelled at everything she did. She was captain of all kinds of teams and sports and in um, academics. She had super good grades in school she was well liked by her teachers and her peers she had been attending the university university of central florida and the university of north florida she was working towards a degree in journalism and then she slipped into a depression she started having anxiety attacks she started to have a lot of issues with depression once she started to have those issues, she just let go of her goals of completing her journalism degree, mm -hmm. and she just went into survival mode. During that time in her life when she was in survival mode trying to get a hold of herself, that's when she kind of fell in with third, and um, that's what we're going to call him, because... <laughs> yeah. James Smith don't even sound like a real name. No offense no, to any James Smiths out there. That sounds like an alias. But we gonna call him the third. And, uh... Anyways, that's when she fell in with him. And... He really make her life better. Mm-mm. No. So, they had, like, a pretty rocky relationship, to say the least. He was, first off, 20 years older than her. And Dang. okay, so listen, I don't always think that's an issue. Like, if you're 40 and they're 60, that's not no, an issue, right? No, but really. like, if you're 10 and they're 30, that's a major issue. Yes, okay, so I, I'm not like bashing people that are dating people older or younger than them, that's not the thing. I think that there is an age where that is perfectly fine. Yeah. But I also think that that same age difference can be very complicated in a younger age, right? I have kids that are this age. This would be like me dating someone my children's age. And I just... I, 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 to me... It's weird. That just don't seem... A good idea. Like, I don't know. I know that they're both adults. Like, she was 27, he was 47. I know that they were both adults, but 
I don't know. It's like, yeah, that's my kid's age, and I just cannot see it. I feel like I would be feeling like I was raising them. Yeah. Because you have so much more life experience. Yes, you're an adult at your age, but you don't have the life experience I have. So there is stuff that is going to come up that you're going to handle a completely different way just based off the experiences you had so far. And so then I'm going to look at that and go, well, why did you not do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just feel like I would always be trying to parent. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely never dating somebody like y'all's age. That's creepy. <laughs> but no offense to anybody that is. I'm just saying personally that would not work for me. Now. And if it's working for y'all, go get it. Get after it. I don't know. In any case, so for them, it, it really didn't seem like it was working well. So no. uh, in 2010, the police were called to Third's house, to their, his family's house, because him and Rose had got into a fight. And then Rose was like, he was like, leave. And she was like, I ain't leaving. And so they were having this major fight and she's just refusing to leave. And I guess his family wanted her to go because it was being disruptive because they were fighting and everything. So anyway, the police get called. They get there. And she tells the police that he had attacked her in the hotel the night before. That they had stayed in a hotel the night before and he had attacked her mm. then. Which I'm like, yeah, girl, all the more reason for you to get the hell away from me. Yeah. But, um, I guess she didn't feel that way. I don't, you know how people, people get in these relationships and it's like, it's what they've done for so long. I think they just fall into a, just a rut and they don't, yeah. they just don't see another way. And from the outside, you're like, there's okay, another way. So yeah, you're like, well, he, he attacked you at a hotel last night. Like, why are you ever having anything else to do with him? But, you know, if you're in that rut, I think it feels like, you know, this is what we do. We fight, we make up, we fight, we make up. So, you know, it's hard not to judge, but, you know. Mm, well, that's no way to, to live your life. It's not. And then from the outside, you're like, man, that's crazy. But when you're stuck in it, I just don't know that you see another way. And, yeah. you know, if you got out of it, you would be so happy. You'd be like, oh, my God. I tell people that when um, they tell me that they're getting a divorce and, you know, they've been together for a while. But you've been watching them and you're like, oh, yeah, y'all ain't need to be together. But, you know, you can't tell you're nobody like, that. You're like, congratulations. Good for you. I'm right. So and I'm like, listen, I know it hurts right now. But in a few years, you're going to look back at this moment and you're going to be like, why did I wait? So I'm so happy yeah. right now. Why did I wait? Why did I put myself through that for so long? But people get into toxic ruts and um, they just, you know, one day hopefully they'll all have the strength to get out and pull themselves out and hopefully nothing happens bad. But I don't know if that was the case for Miss Rose. In any case, police get there. They're like, listen, you know, you need to leave. We don't want to arrest anybody, but 
if he attacked you yesterday, that's all the more reason for y'all for you to leave. And so yeah. she does. And then in February of 2011, which was about three-ish months before she went missing, the police got called again. And this time they got called to Rose's apartment. When they got there, Rose told the police that she had broken up with her and that he had assaulted her. She told the police that he had been abusive in the past and that he had threatened her with a gun. She said mm -hmm. she was scared for her life and um, he was then arrested and charged with battery. She had told other people, family and friends in the past about his abuse and they had encouraged her to stop putting up with it and to just break away. And she was in a decent position because, you know, at least they weren't married. Yeah. You would think it would be easier to break away, but, you know, they were having an issue breaking it off. So, <clears throat> other people had known about this abuse. This wasn't something that she just busted out with when the police got there. Other people had been told about that abuse in the past. And about other times when he had threatened her life. Yeah. Okay. Now, Third is referred to as a convicted drug dealer in a story on the JacksonvilleMetro.com. The date for that conviction was not given, so I don't know if it was before or after um, Rose went missing. But she was having some mental health issues, so maybe she did decide to go in search of something a little stronger than her meds. And, you know, maybe she knew third already and he was like, hey, try this. It'll fix all your problems. Or, you know, maybe she went somewhere else. It is possible that she had been self-medicating and got hooked on crack. Yeah. It is possible. It does happen when somebody has an illness and they do not feel like the medication is controlling correct. Right. Or, maybe, Third had access to drug par paraphernalia because he was a convicted drug dealer. So, maybe he had access to drug paraphernalia and he planted it in her suitcase to make people think that she wandered off to go catch a high. Mm. And that there was no foul play involved. So, um, you know, I'm just saying, could have gone either way, right? Yeah. In the research I looked up, it seems like nobody but his family and himself seemed to have knowledge of her drug habits. Like, nobody else that knew her busted out and said, Oh, yeah, I saw her high, you know? So, it just feels like the people I saw saying, you know, Oh, yeah, she was cracked out, were people related to him. And that's suspect to me. Yeah, very much so. But, you know, could she have hidden it from the people that she loved? You know, her family, her friends. For sure. Absolutely. People hide stuff all the time. I mean, yeah. people hide drug issues all the time. So, yes, 100%. She could have been on drugs. 
and her family did not notice. Also, could his family have just been going along with that, being like, oh yeah, she is a drug addict, and he set that up trying to get the emphasis, I mean, the focus off of him. Uh, yeah, I think that's extremely possible. Also, allegedly... Allegedly. Are you there? Why are you so quiet? No, I'm here. I was listening I was. to what you were saying. I thought I was alone. <laughs> okay, so those are things that could have happened. We don't know if any of that did happen. And so we're like pure spitballing on that. We don't know if any of that happened. Right. We just know that the cops found a crack pipe in her thing. How did it get there? We don't know. In any case... Rose had told several people that Third's family was putting a lot of pressure on her to drop those charges against him. Yeah. They, her family, her friends were like, do not. But his family was really pressuring her and much to the dismay of the people that loved her, she did drop those charges. That is a decision that her sister Bonnie believes led to her disappearance. Her sister yeah. Bonnie believed 100% if she had not dropped those charges, she would still be around today. On mm -hmm. August 7th, um, remember she went missing in May. So it's a couple months later. Her car is found. It's just sitting in the street. Somebody called in to the cops and said, Hey, this car has been sitting here for a long time in the same spot and it hasn't moved. And, you know, somebody should probably come check on it. So the mm. cops finally do. And it's Rose's car. And it's just been sitting there for God knows how long, right? No one can pinpoint it but the police say well it's been here so long that there were cobwebs inside the car so okay so the car definitely hasn't been touched in a minute yeah right? now on web sleuth someone said that they did a google earth and the car was there in june i could not find it but i have a love hate with google earth so that doesn't mean much it could very well just be like right there like somebody could just go oh look there it is me you know i'm like i don't know i never seem to be able to control it the way i feel like everybody else does <laughs> yeah <laughs> i personally could not find it but most of the time when these people on web sleuth say it it's um that is what had happened was so they <laughs> said that the car was there in june but it was not there when it updated and so um by then the police must have moved it and it but it wasn't there before because that was before may when the picture was updated the time before so for at least you know like a month two months month and a half the car sat there yeah chances are it probably got there very soon after her disappearance. 
Yeah. Now, this library sense. street was not some place that um, anybody really knew of her to frequent. It wasn't like, you know, her best friend lived on that road or, you know, that she spent a ton of time at the library or anything like that. Nobody, you know, I'm sure she probably drove down the road at some point, but nobody was ever like, oh, she was probably over there for such and such, you know? So yeah. it's not, it's probably, my point with that is that it's not really likely that she drove to Library Street for something and then something happened there. It's possible, yes, but it's not probably likely because it's not somewhere she would have frequented. Gotcha. Okay, so the police would not say what they found in the car, but they did say that they found something that may have pointed to where she went but they did not say what it was what i know it was pretty cryptic and then you're like why are y'all being so suspicious like now i'm suspicious of the cops like why are you being so suspicious don't be suspicious don't be suspicious <laughs> Right. So, like, why won't you say what you felt? Like, was it a plane ticket, a bus ticket, a suicide note? I mean... Yeah. What do you mean that it may have, may have pointed in the direction of where she went? What does that mean? What does that even mean? So, if it was a suicide note, surely they would have told the family... Listen, we found a suicide note in the car. We think, I don't know, it's Florida. Why wouldn't it be at the beach or something? Like, yeah. Where'd she suicide the library? The I mean, that don't make no sense. Mm -mm. But I feel like they would have told the family. I have a very hard time believing that the police, you know, were just like, oh, well, we, we think that she suicided but we're just not gonna tell our family that we're gonna yeah. let them wonder what happened to her i mean that doesn't make any sense no, if it it's a plane ticket like wouldn't you have said listen it looks like she ran off i don't know what it could have been mm -hmm. that's a mystery in itself that's a mystery in itself and may have pointed at the direction she went it doesn't, it doesn't like, what could it have been? I don't understand. <laughs> it may point to where she went. Yeah. Was it an arrow? Was it like a drawing of an arrow? A map. They found a map circled. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, if the family was told, I could not see where they ever said what it was. And they could have been told not to say anything. Yeah. But they still search for so whatever it was i don't think that they felt like you know it was either a lead as to where she really went because her her sister seemed pretty pretty solidly scoped in on third mm -hmm. so i feel like i mean unless it was some evidence pointing at him but why didn't they make an arrest? 
I don't know. That that was one of the craziest things. Like that that was so suspicious. I don't know why the police are being so suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Okay, don't so in any suspicious. case, anything don't in that car suspicious. also could have been planted. Right. Because anybody could have put her car there. So like anybody could have, you know, and like it couldn't have been a plane ticket because she needed her ticket. You know, it could have it could have put a receipt for something in there or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, none of that makes sense to me. Okay, so, just for um, educational purposes, the car was found on the 900 block of North Liberty Street, and that location would have been roughly 20 miles from the Golden Corral, where she may have been last seen, and 12 miles from her apartment, been last seen. Okay. Her apartment was about 5 miles from the Golden Corral, though. Wait. Hold on, that math ain't mathin'. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, because I always, like, it probably was 19-something. <laughs> and it might have been 12.75 miles, and I just drop all that. So, yeah, if it her, like, her apartment was here, and then you had to go this way to the Golden Corral... But then to get to the Golden Corral, from the Golden Corral to this place, you had to go, like, this direction past all that. It's pretty close. Okay. I will take your word for it. Yeah. I mean, it's 17 miles. If you just add it up. And I said 20. Listen, I'm telling y'all, if there is a, if it says 12 point blah, 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 I'm dropping that point blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to say 12. Or I might round it up and say 13. Okay. I might. I, was I mean, I, mean no, I didn't think we, I was going to map that. it out. Listen, use your map quest. If you can go there, use your map quest. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I was just wondering why she would pick a golden crown. Map quest it. Freaking far. Map quest it. <laughs> Listen, we ain't exact on our measurements up in here. That's all I can tell you. I mean, I just said the poor girl weighed 120 and 150 pounds. She just weighed all of that. So <laughs> Everything. I don't know what part about this made you feel like I was exact measuring. <laughs> if it's got a decimal, I'm dropping. <laughs> Whether I round up, round down, or just forget it ever existed, I'm dropping it. I don't like to be dealing with the decimal. Yeah. So, I don't know what to tell you. In any case, you're getting on my last nerve with this question to me. Sorry. Okay, so, Bonnie, the sister that I mentioned earlier, she took charge of trying to find her sister. She put in a lot of legwork. She created a Facebook page called Help Find Rosemary Day. In addition to looking for information, the page also has served as a place for people to put their memories of Rose and for the family to make sure that people see Rose as a human and not just a poster. Mm -hmm. Bonnie wanted to make sure that everybody knew that Rose was wonderful, that she was loved by many, that she was accomplished, she was dedicated, and she could have, if she could have had these things go so wrong in her life, it literally can happen to anybody. Because she was a straight-A student, the top of everything. She was going to do big things. 
Right. And if she, of all people, was able to have this depression take hold of her and not be able to accomplish these goals, it could happen to anyone in the world. And her sister wanted everybody to know that. It, depression is a serious thing, that it is a scary thing, and that if you're having an issue, you need to get treatment because anybody can be depressed. Anybody can get depressed. And it's not something that is based on your social status or your intelligence or your financial status or anything else. It literally can just happen to everybody. Right. So she was a big proponent of, um, you know, treating your depression, treating any mental illness. So, you know, bless her for that. She also wanted everybody to know that anybody can fall in love with the wrong guy and that that can go wrong in a heartbeat. Yes. So she also was a big proponent of that, you know, that you need to get out. In any case, um, if you go look at this group, there are so many people on there making posts about, well, no posts have been made in a while, but... Um, they were making posts about memories of her, where they knew her from, um, you know, how much she had touched their lives. One woman said that she works, she was in high school with Rose and said that she works at a pizza place and that she actually got them to institute a policy where every single time a pizza went out for delivery or pickup, they had a flyer. Of Rose on the pizza box. Oh, that's great. To spread the word. So, <clears throat> this is how much this girl had touched other people, how much she meant to people, and how much people thought of her. Because that's a lot of effort for this girl to go to bat with her boss and be like, listen, you know, my friend is missing, you know, but I need to be able to do this. And to, you know, get them to allow her to put that flyer on every box. That's a lot of trouble to go to for yeah. somebody you knew in high school. So, she must have been very special to a lot of these Now, just a quick housekeeping note on this story. Um, there have been no leads in Rose's case. There have been no sightings, no nothing. She's just gone. Her family has, like I said, fought to find information. Her sister in particular very strongly believed that Third had something to do with it. But he was not charged. Mm. Now, um, if Third was involved, he took that information with him to the grave. He died in 2019. And I don't know how. Maybe one of his friends or family members will come forward if they know anything and give this family closure. You know, I don't know. But, you know, if you could give somebody peace, you should. Yeah. Bonnie already has her peace, though. She went to enjoy a day at the beach. And when she was coming out of the ocean, she stepped out and had a massive brain aneurysm and passed away right on the beach. Oh man. 
there is no good feeling in the story. There's no happy yeah, ending. Nothing. So, you know, somebody out there has the answers that could change everything for the rest of this family. But so far, nobody has come forward and the police don't seem to have anything. So. <sighs> Do you have thoughts? Uh, I don't know. That one's a rough one for sure. Yeah, it was rough. And I don't know why they're all pretty, you know, they're all rough, but sometimes when there's less information about them, yeah. it's easier to have the, um, <clears throat> the annoyance that why has nobody got information? Well, I definitely think the boyfriend has something to do with it, but yeah, I, I do too, especially with him being the last person to see her and them having witnesses that they had an argument and stuff. And I'm sure he wasn't even supposed to be around her. Because if he was arrested for battery, she probably had a TPO on him. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it's a pretty safe bet that Turd had something to do with it. Faux show. So, but, um, you know, I feel like... Like, it's, it, this car was in this town all this time. Like, no cop ever rode by there. Like, nobody, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it works, but it feels like they would have, like, a list of vehicles you should be kind of on the lookout for. Listen, you may pass it three times, but eventually, shouldn't you be like, golly, a Toyota Corolla all dented up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like. Abandoning, you know, but I don't know. Any case, um, sorry, we have a guest. So right I wasn't now. gonna tell the story because I'm at them, but um, just to brighten the mood because that does feel like a, a bummer to end on. Leave on, and yeah. I don't know that this brightens the mood because this dude had a legit mental health break in the Walmart pharmacy. <laughs> but um. But you know me, I'm going to chuckle about it just because <laughs> I can find humor in a lot of stuff. So, uh, I have to go. My doctor put me on some new medication, and so I had to go get it. And, um, who's yelling? I thought you had a chihuahua at first. I was like, she got a little lap dog now? No, no this is the lap child. <laughs> That's an he, okay he with sings his co-host now. He's singing. Well, now he's fussing, but he was singing. What's he singing? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought he had a song he was singing. He just wasn't good at it. No. <laughs> okay. Not that I know In any of. case. So, I gotta go get my um, medicine. And so, I'm like in a hurry because I dropped Zane off at the dentist. And then I ran to grab my medicine. I was gonna get gas, grab Zane food, and then get him and take him back to school, right? So, um, and and they don't need me for his dental thing because it's just swapping out his brace plate. And so, I run in. I'm like in a hurry, but they got it ready and everything. So, I'm standing in line. There's a woman at cash register one, a woman at cash register two, and then an old lady in the front, and then a, um, a couple in the middle, and then me, right? And so, we're standing there in line. We're waiting. The woman at cash register one is getting finished up. And 
I hear somebody talking like kind of loud, but I think they're on their phone, right? And so yeah. they're like an aisle or two away. And so then it's like getting closer and stuff. And then I'm like, what are they saying? Because, you know, Walmart's kind of loud and it's got that hum. Normally I'm fairly good at hearing, but it kind of has that hum to it. And, um, and so I'm like, what is he's saying because you know i'm nosy and somebody's having a conversation i need to hear it and yeah. so um because i had just heard a good conversation in the aisle of the bath towels about i guess i don't know what i wished i had um been able to hear it all but when they heard me saw me listening they had walked off but anyway this girl she turned around she told this guy she was like uh she was loyal to you she was faithful to you and i don't know if you can say the same thing and i'm like oh girl Ooh. so i'm over here listening up here shopping for um for shower curtains i wasn't gonna get and uh then they walked off <laughs> I was like, Dang. so anyway if a conversation is happening i'm gonna listen because i am nosy so yeah. I'm listening, trying to hear what they're saying. And I realize that he is repeating himself. And um, and so I'm listening and he's he gets quieter. And I'm like, look at this shit. I'm trying to hear and now this dude's quiet as hell. So anyway, he walks up to cash register one where the other woman is trying to finish up her transaction. And he is mumbling. And so I'm straining, and the uh, woman at the cash register, not the customer, but the woman running it, she, like, her eyes get kind of big, and she looks at him, and then uh, the other woman turns around and says something to her, and then she, like, snatches up her stuff and wanders off, right? Yeah. And this guy starts getting louder and louder, and he's saying, the Lord is my God, 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 the Lord is my God. And then he starts to get louder and louder, and then he's screaming it. Oh. And so, I'm like, oh, shit. And so, I'm like, back behind these people, and I'm watching, but I'm like, oh, man. Because, okay, I tell Zane all the time, I'm like, listen, you need to have a plan for everything. When you're driving, you need to think, what if a classroom of school kids ran out in front of me right now? You need to have a plan so you know what to do. When you enter into a room, you need to have a plan. How am I going to get out of that room? What if somebody busted in here? What if somebody kicked in the window? How am I getting out? You need to have a plan. So I'm sitting here. My first thought is, I'll let Zane down because I ain't have this on my bingo card. I ain't got a plan. But uh, I'm, I'm watching. I'm, you know. And the woman asked him a question. She's like, uh, let me look you up. And so she. I guess she recognized him. I don't know. But she looked very concerned. She looked very, like, visibly shaken. Yeah. But she handled it beautifully. I'm just going to throw that out there. Anyway, so she asked him questions. And he'll answer her questions. But then he starts chanting again. And then he starts saying, He gave me my hands. The Lord is my God. He gave me my hands. The Lord is my God. And then um, she'd ask him another question. And then he added in, um, my mother's working from heaven. Oh. And um, and he's just chanting. And so um, she's like, okay, let me get your medication for you. This woman in front of me, she turns around and she looks like she glances back at me. And she looks at her husband. And she's like, he couldn't lie. 
bad. And I think to myself, I'm like, well, go tell him, bitch. But I don't, you know, I don't say that. But that's what I think in my head. And then I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, this dude needs his medication way more than I do. Yes. Like, I'm going to let him cut me every single time. Because he needs his medication right now. Like, I can walk out of here without my medication. I'm going to be just fine. If he is in here trying to get his medication, thank God for that. Yeah. Let this man get his shit. But in my mind, I'm like, go tell him. But uh, her husband, like, he hear it because I guess he didn't want to fight the dude. Anyway, so then the dude starts singing a hymn, but not like a hymn anybody's heard, but like one he made up. But it wasn't bad. And, um, and he's like, I mean, he's like praising it. I don't think he sees any of us. Like, it wasn't like he was looking at us and performing for us. Yeah. He was just like he was the only one there, and um, and then the woman she handled it and she got him his other medication, and then she called the pharmacist over and she was like, "Hey," she said, "Um, we we don't have this other medication." And the pharmacist was like, hey, let's come over here to this desk and we'll call the doctor right now and get this medication sent over for you. And we'll get it to you right now. And so I was like, uh, good for them because, I don't know, they've always been dicks whenever yeah. you don't have a prescription. Your prescription has expired. And like two ladies before that, the woman had done that. She was like, your prescription expired last week. So, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm glad they did that, that they recognized that, you know, this dude, if he was there to get his medication, he, he needed it. Yes. I felt like he needed it. Anyway, I was like, I don't know, it really kind of shook me up, because I was like, I, I don't know what this guy's going to do. He's definitely, and he was a big dude, and um, I'm like, he's definitely having a, an issue. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. And so I made up a plan like halfway through. Like I didn't have a plan when I started. But then I was like, if he starts coming this way, I'm going to be like, this bitch said you cut in line. And then I'm going to take off running. <laughs> That's what my plan was. <laughs> so anyway, but I wasn't going to tell it because I was like, man. This happened, and I swear to God, it happened, and I don't want to tell nobody because Matler was like, "How's this always happening to you?" But I tell you, it's because I pay attention. Well, this one I don't know because I was just standing in the line. I was gonna see it whether I was paying attention or not. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just pay attention when stuff's going down. I'm nosy. I'm so nosy. That's why. <laughs> But this was wild, and I swear to you, it did happen. I'm all the stuff too, I talk I about happened. They all it all happens. I don't know. And you know, let me tell you what else happened today, real quick, because we're about to be done. But uh, me and Billy went. There's this new breakfast restaurant that opened up, and we had to go run an errand this morning, and so we stopped at this breakfast restaurant, and mm -hmm. so. Um, the curse struck again. We sitting there. I order, and uh, she's like, "Do you, I ordered French toast?" She was like, "Do you want anything on top of it?" I'm like, "Such as?" <laughs> she's like, "Um, blueberries or strawberries or pecans?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, blueberries." And she's like, "Okay, I'll get that right out." And so she leaves. And then um, a few minutes later, she comes back and she's like, "Um, we don't have blueberries." 
<laughs> I'm like, are you for real? Why did you offer it? And so she's like, we got strawberries. And I'm like, no, I don't want strawberries. Because um, I, I said, are they fresh or are they like um, the kind in the syrup? And she's like, no, they're fresh. And I was like, no, I don't want them. First off, because I think they're too tart for French toast. And second, because they make your French toast too wet. I just okay. don't really love them. I'm like, no. And so I did get pecans there. But anyway, I turned around and looked at Billy. And I'm like, listen, it was on the menu. I didn't even ask for it. She offered it to me. And the curse still struck. <laughs> He's like, it, it's wild. Like, it's it's honestly weird at this point. And I was like, it is. I mean, I wasn't being difficult. You should have beat her to it. I didn't even, I didn't even be it. like, hey, y'all got <clears throat> something I can put on my French toast. You should have beat her to it. Like, you saw her walking by. You should have been like, let me guess, you're out of blueberries? <laughs> I should have. Like, how did but you I'm know? Like, at this point, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so and it's a brand new restaurant. They just opened. Well, blueberries must have been. Like they opened yesterday. How are you already out of blueberries? You ain't know you missed out on them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh. I was nice, and I was just, I didn't like nut up or nothing, obviously, but. Yeah. And the waitress was really good, and it's been a while since I had a really good waitress anywhere, so I over-tipped on my breakfast, but I feel good about it. Good, I'm glad. So, anyway. Alright, so you do our social media so we can close up, because I gotta go build an angel of death in yeah, the middle of the night in the dark. Yeah, take me away. Um, our social media is unsolved underscore south on Instagram and unsolved south podcast on Facebook. We have a Facebook discussion group where you can, you too can share your thoughts and theories on these cases. And who are we sharing it with today? Um, let's share it with somebody who loves the same. Ooh, yes. Love it. All right. Bye. Bye.